0: Is taken from the Old Testament book of Judith, chapter 13, and the end of chapter 15. The Lord hath blessed thee by his power, because by thee he hath brought our enemies to naught. Blessed art thou, O daughter, by the Lord the Most High God, above all women upon the earth. Blessed Be the Lord who hath made heaven and earth, who hath directed thee to the cutting off of the head of the prince of our enemies, because he hath so magnified thy name this day, that thy praise shall not depart out of the of men, who shall be mindful of the power of the Lord forever. For that thou hast not spared thy life by reason of the distress and tribulation of thy people but hast prevented our ruin in the presence of our God. Thou art the glory of Jerusalem. Thou art the joy of Israel. Thou art the honor of our people. Please stand for the Holy Gospel. The Gospel is taken from that according to St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 41 to 50. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. At that time Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed art thou that hast believed Because those things shall be accomplished that were spoken to thee by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath regarded the humility of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. Because he that is mighty hath done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is from generation unto generations to them that fear him. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. Please be seated. <coughs> His mercy is from generation to generations to those who fear him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <coughs> Some of you might have missiles that are older than the 1950s. Some of them You might have missiles that go back to the 40s and 30s. If so, then the readings for the Mass that you have are different from the ones we have here. You see, the Assumption of Our Lady was defined as a dogma of faith in the year 1950 by Pope Pius XII. And when he defined that dogma, he gave us the text of this Mass, the prayers of this Mass, and the readings of the Epistle and the Gospel of this Mass in 1950. Before that, It was the votive mass of Our Lady's Assumption. Here we have the votive mass of the feast, the beautiful holy day feast of the Assumption of Our Lady. Now, we know many saints in heaven, we know of them. Uh, We may know some personally who've lived in this world and been known to us, part of our lives even, who've died and are now in heaven, those who are Repent of their sins and love God or die with the sacraments and the benefits of the sacraments, well, that does open the way to heaven for them. And you may know those who died in that way. But one thing is a fact we know of many other saints, perhaps hundreds of them. And we know of them because of their reputations. We know they are in heaven right now. We know God has justified them from their sins as he's saying, and sanctified them in this life and glorified them in heaven even now. But God's work is not done with them. God's work is not finished. Even with their glorification of their souls in heaven, the work is not done. If you and I were to die this day, be judged and actually enter heaven, this very day, God's work would still not be done with us. Why? Well, because we would not be still complete, even in heaven, with the beatific vision of God, even with the companionship of saints and angels in heaven, you and I would not be complete. Why? Because God created us body and soul. And by nature, by God's will, we are, we are body and soul. So when the soul is separated from the body in death, death still has that effect over us that the soul and the body remain separated. Only with the resurrection will that be reversed, will the human being, as it were, be completed again. Even in the souls in heaven, when their bodies rise from the dead and reunite with their souls, then they, body and soul in heaven, will be completed, and God's work will be completed in them. Now with our blessed mother, That work did not have to be completed, as it must be by the resurrection with you and me. You see, the Blessed Mother of God was conceived without original sin. And so her soul and her body did not have to be, in a sense, recreated. St. Paul talks about this. He talks about how the body of our mortality must put on the immortality of God. God himself must give the body immortality. And so that can only happen during the resurrection. The body of sin must be destroyed, as it were, must return to the earth, the elements from which it came. And a new body fashioned for us as God has created, not a new soul in the sense that he creates our souls over again, but in a sense, he does recreate them by grace. And he gives them life that they did not have, his life. So God must also recreate the body and unite those risen bodies purified from all sin with souls now glorified in heaven. Then the saints will be complete. There is only one saint in heaven now. There is only one saint in heaven now who is complete, and that is our Blessed Lady, the body and soul created in grace and thus finding it unnecessary to be undergo death and to be recreated by God. She is his great masterpiece. That is why the fourth glorious mystery of the rosary is so important, and the fifth, because the fourth and fifth glorious mysteries come together. Our Lady's departing the earth and assuming from here into heaven an assumption that terminal of which, the termination of which, is completed by her crowning in heaven. These two mysteries of the rosary actually are the triumph of our Lord. The triumph of our Lord, which is actually not only particularly of Mary, but is actually emblematic or sort of a figure of the triumph of our Lord in all of us, because ultimately that is what is to be accomplished in all of us, the body and soul delivered from sin, now glorified and enjoying the beauty, the splendor, the wonder of heaven. But we think of Our Lady's assumption, we think of the great ultimate triumph of our Lord, what he came to accomplish. Yes, we could have ended even the rosary, perhaps, with our Lord's resurrection and his triumph there, or his Assumption, ascension into heaven. We could have ended it with his sending of the Holy Ghost, but we couldn't end there, really, and not really tell the story of what he came to do. Only in the Blessed Mother's assumption and subsequent coronation was the mission of our Lord really completed and that there is now a soul in heaven united with body, exactly as God intended it to be when he first created our parents long ago. We thank God for giving us this great mystery. We thank him for giving us a blessed mother in heaven. We thank him for giving us the joy of Israel, the honor of our people. God bless you, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.